Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today on this wonderful feast of one of the apostles, right? St. Bartholomew. Um, we don't actually know a whole lot about Bartholomew. Um, he's not spoken of a whole lot in the scriptures, and when he is spoken about, it's under this name. It was probably either his Greek or Hebrew name, which is Nathaniel. All right? So, um, so Nathaniel is the same guy as Bartholomew. All right? So Bartholomew, just to give you a little example, once Jesus uh, died and uh, <clears throat> rose from the dead and went up to the Father, um, the apostles were sent out. Nathaniel ended up, uh, for about good 30 years or so, he evangelized parts of India. And it was there that he died the martyr's death, right? And a lot of times we think, like, man, what were the apostles like? Well, I think you can kind of judge somebody and their character um, sometimes by how they die. Um, the strength of the apostles. These were men. Like, these were like strong men. Look at the way they died. Peter was crucified upside down, right? Bartholomew was de-skinned. He was filleted like a fish. Yeah, that's how, the, that's how they killed him. But actually, he didn't die in that moment. Um, <clears throat> that was, to me, he, he probably had one of the most excruciating deaths because he was de-skinned front and back, and then he didn't die. So historians say that he was either crucified or boiled in oil or beheaded. So we don't know exactly what his final form of death was, but we do know that part, right? And so, so that kind of tells you something about Bar- Bartholomew. This was a strong guy, a strong character, right? And he was willing to go to the extreme because of his love for Jesus, right? Now, that was the same Bartholomew that when it came time for Good Friday and the cross of Jesus and Jesus giving his life, this is the Bartholomew that fled and, and was afraid. But because of the Holy Spirit that came, it strengthened Bartholomew to the point that 30 years later, he gives his life, Right? And I think that's something we can look at. Like what? Many times we think, well, Lord, look, look, what, look, what, I'm, look what I'm giving up. Like, look what I'm doing for you. And, and we have no idea what God has in store for us. Because this simple little Bartholomew um, is also the one that Revelation is speaking about. Whenever John sees heaven and he sees the temple in heaven, it's a beautiful image. This is the bride of Christ coming down and he sees these these four gates that are opened up, and the names of the, the twelve tribes of Israel are on them. But the foundation of it is the twelve names of the apostles. Right? I'm sure in Bartholomew's wildest imagination, he never would have thought that not only am I going to get to go to heaven, but for all of eternity, my name is on the foundation stone of that glorious temple in heaven. Right? Forever to see that. So Bartholomew, we hear in the scriptures, um, he was underneath a fig tree. And we don't know exactly what he was doing underneath the fig tree. If you watch The Chosen, they give you a really cool insight into possibly something that may have happened. But we do know in scripture that fig trees were a place where you would go to pray. Right? It was a place of encounter with God. Right? And so if you take that image, you could say that Bartholomew was probably under the fig tree and he was praying. And so God saw him. God always sees us. But whenever we pray, we come before God, there's a particular, a particular experience that we have with God in that. And so Philip goes to Bartholomew and he's like, dude, we found the Messiah. Come see. This is the one Moses talked about. Come see him. And Bartholomew wants to argue. I don't know if you've ever met with people like that, but they like to confront you in your faith and argue back and forth. And he says, well, what are you talking about? A guy from Nazareth? What good can come from Nazareth? 
And I love how Philip doesn't even entertain the argument. He's like, just come and see. <laughs> I'm like, man, we need to learn that, right? How many times do we need to learn that? Instead of trying to convince people of what we believe, how about we just go and bring them to Jesus? <laughs> just come see. Come to Mass with me, right? Come over to the Adoration Chapel with me. Just, just come see. And let Jesus be the one that converts them and brings them to Him, right? And that's what happens. He comes to Jesus, and, uh, and Jesus looks at him. He says, here is a true child of Israel. There's no duplicity in him. I love that. It stirred something inside of my heart. Because that's, that's what I want, and I hope that's what you want, for people to be able to look at you and I and say, you are who you say you are. There's no duplicity in you. The same guy that's on the football field is the same guy that's in the church and the same guy that's in his apartment. The same mom who is at church and goes to Mary's mom's and does these things is the same woman who greets her husband and her kids and doesn't lose her cool. Like, there's no duplicity in us. We are who we say we are, right? And people could look at us and say that. It's kind of those that some people say, oh, well, I enjoy going to talk to Lee because he's always the same guy. I don't have to worry about, man, what Lee am I going to get this week? <laughs> when I go talk to him, is it going to be the hot-headed Lee? Is it going to be the cool Lee? Is it going to be the I don't want to talk to anybody Lee? L Lee's just who Lee is, and, and there's no duplicity. Like, that's a cool thing for somebody to say about you, especially Jesus. Because <laughs> Jesus knows his heart. And there's no duplicity. True child of Israel. And he looks at him and he goes, how do you know me? Like, I love that. And then Jesus says, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Yeah, he was praying. God saw him. And I think that's just something nice for us to take with us today. In our day today, in what we deal with, we've got to come to God and realize he sees you. He sees me. We're seen by our Father. And our Father will speak truth into our hearts. Right? And call us to follow him. And so I think it's just a really nice thing for us to reflect on today, right? Lord, are there areas in my life where I'm duplicit, right? And if so, in mercy, in your love, correct that within me, right? Let me repent, turn away from that, right? So that, I, that the faith that I profess is that which is lived out. So with St. Bartholomew, we can go to the ends of the world. Right? We can go into our families, we can go into our workspace and take Jesus right there with us in the way that we speak, but also in the way that we treat people, the way that we serve people. Amen?